0: Why do you want to hunt? Because you all think that I can't. I almost did the countdown.
1: I know that was that was going to change it up. Do you want to do, do another one?
0: No. Hey, have you ever played the Prey video games?
1: You mean Predator?
0: No, nope, the Prey video games. Oh, no,
1: I haven't.
0: Neither have I.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. No, I played the first
0: one, which also had a Native American angle to it. I don't know if the sequel does.
1: I heard at least the 2016 one, that's when it came out, right?
0: Um, I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was really good. And it's funny, because this one, the Doom reboot came out, too. Mm-hmm. And the Doom reboots are amazing.
0: yeah. Everyone like I think it was one of those ones where everyone responded well to the new Prey, and then like it just didn't like translate to sales, and like didn't become the next big thing. You know? Yeah,
1: maybe Doom kind of took the wind out of its yeah. sales.
0: It also did that with. Uh, that's what happened with the original Prey too. I mean, Prey like came out, got good reviews. People were like, "This is a solid game," and then no one really remembers it.
1: Maybe it's like release window bullshit. You know?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just. Sometimes you can have all the pieces, and they just don't come together. Anyway, um. let's talk about Prey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Predator Retrospective. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. With me today is my co-host, Macaringo. Yep. Just yep? That's all I yep. got today? Yep. That's, okay. I'm
0: going to show as much enthusiasm as this movie showed.
1: No, then you should be fucking pumped up.
0: Because yeah.
1: we're talking about Dan Trachtenberg's 2022 film, Prey. Starring Amber Midthunder, Dakota Beavers, Dane Gro as the titular predator. No, not titular predator this time. Now it's just Prey. Which I think is kinda works because like it really is Amber uh, Amber Midthunder's character story, Naru. Yeah. Which I don't think you even disagree with, you just like don't care.
0: Um Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it might be a problem to have an incredibly one-note character as your main character for a film.
1: Boo. Boo. It might
0: be a problem if you're trying to, you know, be like, we're going to do a movie that's all action. Uh, You need a little bit more. But maybe also deliver on the action. You could have done that as well. You could have done a lot of things.
1: And I think the movie does a lot of things very well.
0: Yeah, um, none of them on screen, though. No. They were all in, like, pre-production boardrooms. Or someone sat that, and was like, wouldn't this be awesome? And they were like, yeah, that'd be right. Now, like, can we get someone that can actually shoot it? And they were like, How dare you? Okay,
1: so did you like 10 Cloverfield Lane? I
0: actually did. I I really like 10 Cloverfield Lane.
1: Yeah, Um, I think that's a better movie than this. It's a
0: significantly better film than this. But also, uh, a lot of people, um... A lot of people made the complaint at the time that 10 Cloverfield Lynn kind of falls off right when you go into that third act fight with the giant spaceship. And mm-hmm. I remember not feeling that way when I watched it. But now that I've seen Prey, I'd be like, you know what, I, I think I get what people were talking about. I think his strength is not big action set pieces. Because uh, some of the best stuff in Prey is like more uh, suspense driven. And are more like quieter moments, like when she's like sinking in that, like uh, in in the whatever the fuck that was, uh, or uh, when she has to put the uh, bow back together. That's like a really mm-hmm. good sequence, but the actual action is uh, very flat and uneventful, um, which is a problem if that's what you're selling your movie on.
1: I just don't understand where you're coming from. So people already know I I love the movie. Yeah, uh, you 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 are a blasphemer right now.
0: People are calling it a banger. Uh, it
1: is a banger. Uh, what are other hey, and What are people other, agree with me? What
0: are other overused terms people use? Right? Hashtag
1: team Diego.
0: A tour. That's de not force. that's a
1: term that people overuse. That's just that's just the truth.
0: Hey this movie fucks
1: oh yeah yeah people people say that um, I, I don't know about that but it's really good it's, and
0: uh, it's about 100 minutes which is too long um, <laughs>
1: it's like is it 100 minutes i think so oh yeah it's exactly 100 minutes yeah.
0: um it looks shockingly cheap at times uh
1: it was not a big budget movie,
0: which I can I can see that. But you know, this is coming. From but me. I
1: also think it, it. I think it looks great. Um, I'm like really. If you're surprised a big fan, you if you like look of it, if
0: you're a big fan of CGI blood, it looks great. Um, I I, I don't know. I, I question. I, I like the blood. <laughs> a, I questioned at a certain point why this was even R rated. If you're just going to put fake blood in after the fact, you could have not done that, and this could have been a PG thirteen movie. But Hey, you know, fans might have, maybe would have revolted. Um.
1: I do wish it was a little more violent. I will say, I think it's the least mean of the Predator movies. I think the Predator franchise has a really great meme streak in its in its body, uh, even in the lesser appreciated films, like we talk about your beloved right, AVPR, so you, yeah. and there's fucking kids getting chest bursted in that great
0: movie. Um, so. Uh, see, so, so the move you say the movie looks great. Um, was this shot on an iPhone? Have iPhones no, gotten a lot I, better? I hate you. It's it's uh, man, this looked flat. That's um,
1: like shocking to me. I, I think it, it looks there might be like a significant rate
0: difference here between because you did see it in theaters, right? That okay.
1: There's one note I absolutely have to bring up. Rewatching it at home the night stuff looked a little darker than i remember the uh, night stuff on the big screen looked kind of amazing
0: maybe that's what i am missing here
1: um yeah. which is what a lot of people are missing so before we get into more of the prey stuff and i pry a conversation out of Ringo, mm-hmm. uh i should talk about how this is only a, a streaming only movie do you know why that is matt
0: um probably for some bullshit
1: yeah, there's, there's two big bullshit reasons. Uh, Dan Trachtenberg talked about it when he was interviewed by Uproxx, uh, by that dude who always gets really funny conversations out of people remember, for some reason, Mike Uproxx? Ryan. Remember Uproxx? yeah. Remember
0: Uproxx? They were going to be the next big thing.
1: Yeah, and now nothing is the next big thing because the internet imploded last decade, but Mike Ryan gets a, a great interview out of people. Anyways, Dan Trachtenberg was saying that, it was shifted to streaming after the buyout. And this movie was in development before the Disney buyout of Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, so Fox is to and, blame
0: for it looking so cheap. Got it. No.
1: <laughs> uh, 20th Century Studios. Excuse me. I am I don't fucking keep track of the name changes anymore. Uh, it was in development at the same time as uh, Shane Black's was, like, getting off the ground. So I think they really wanted that one to blow the doors open for the franchise. And that just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But they were like, fuck it. Let's do this one anyways. Because... It's cheap, and a great idea. Yeah, you can
0: see the skeleton of like what they were trying to do here, too. Mm-hmm. And that's that's gross, but hey. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, anyway, so Dead Trachtenberg was saying that they wanted it to shift to a streaming-only release because it would have brought uh, people to Hulu. It, it's the first 20th century franchise film that they're releasing. And they felt that prey, uh, predator, fucking all these name changes. <laughs> predator uh, was a big enough brand name to like bring people to the the app. Uh-huh. That's already like bad enough. But then there was a report, either like THR Variety, that suggested, and then people have openly like admitted uh, that Prey avoids theaters because due to old distribution deals from 20th Century Fox before it was 20th Century Studios. If Prey had gone to theaters, it would have gone to like places like HBO Max first, mm-hmm. and it would have been like over a year before it got to the Disney servers, like Hulu and Disney Plus international. And if
0: they only waited like a week, HBO Max imploded last this week. So
1: and isn't that fucking hilarious? <laughs>
0: so they wouldn't have had to worry.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's also still fucked up even without that. Yeah, like that. That's a horrible. Yeah. business practice and then we get to the HBO Max stuff and it's like holy shit mm-hmm. we had no idea
0: um hey let's talk about HBO Max for a second um yeah I don't understand what anyone it feels like everyone is talking gibberish from these companies right now it was HBO well, Max was, was it losing money I guess is a uh, big question. I'm pretty
1: sure every streamer is losing money, mm-hmm. but this one was like solidifying itself as like brand respectability that you can't really like market, uh-huh. you know, it just kind of happens through like your library and your interface yeah. and user satisfaction. And I know a lot of people have problems with like the app stalling on their TVs or whatever. I've, I don't know what it is, I've only had that problem like once or twice watching Godzilla vs. Kong or the Game of Thrones finale.
0: HBO Max, like, it's, it had a really rocky start and like kind of turned its shit around. But I, I, guess, I, I guess what I'm asking, I was just like, so, so they are losing money, these streaming services.
1: Yeah, I um, mean like Netflix, the biggest one, isn't turning a profit still so I, I think that we can like surmise that all of them are losing money yeah. i don't have like hard numbers in front of me to say that though mm-hmm. no one does which is probably also a bad sign mm. <laughs> um so hulu's probably not making money either
0: yeah well it's disney and Plus. I they just I mean, thought like
1: creditor was like oh this is gonna bring the kids in
0: but the, the bigger question is: is disney plus making money because they can like take cause they can take a hit on hulu if disney plus is the one making money.
1: You know, I don't know. Again, I I really do think like none of these things make money. Okay. Which is why I fucking hate this phrase, but devil's advocate whatever, right? Mm-hmm. The very idea of beefing up your your theatrical quality films, right? And like focusing on what makes them as good as they possibly can be is not a terrible idea mm-hmm. in fact it feels like many production companies lack quality control to say the least yes now is it the best idea to just use entire nearly completed productions as tax write-offs instead of releasing them to the public well that maybe? Hurt your relationship with the artist you're trying to sway to work
0: with you. So when does that? When because they that they will just reverse that at some point. Like, how long though? I don't know. Like that's the thing. Cause...
1: It feels like the world's in such a bad place that these bad people can just get away with bad things. Mm. Yeah, but for here, but like a long. Here's the thing:
0: like it's not going to work. Like the pivots they're making, it's not going to work. No, it's no. Just, so like at some point, like he's going to get ousted, right? So. Yeah, I mean,
1: like, I hate this shit, but, like, the shareholders are apparently, like, unhappy. Like, they, the, the stock prices are down for them. Mm-hmm. Like, there's probably, like, a way to pivot from, like, focusing on streaming stuff and just pumping shit out. Like, that's, that's like, the one thing about this guy. Like, and this, again, this is devil's advocate. Like, him recognizing that, oh, we can't just pump productions out into these streamers because they don't make money and they're not bringing people in. X, Y, and Z brings people in, but the rest of the alphabet doesn't, so let's focus on that. Okay, probably a sound business decision, but you don't, like, mm-hmm. start taking shit away and what? hiding it behind, like, digital vaults. Yeah, but here's like, the thing. Like, Mrs. Fletcher is no longer an HBO Max. Yeah. What, how do you get that show now? You yeah, know?
0: that's, a, well, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to do some, they're going to be like, can we make money just selling it to other services or something like that? They're going to find a way to make money off that shit, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the question is, so... Because that guy... Because, like, I would agree on that service. Like, it shouldn't be about, uh, you know, it's quality, not quantity, right? Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be about just pumping out as much shit as possible. But he's, like... And that's why we're pivoting to, like, a lot of, like, reality show-based things, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Because this guy comes from reality TV.
0: Yeah, that guy comes from reality TV,
1: but... So he's full of shit is is the ultimate point we're going to make.
0: But here's the thing, like, all right reality TV does have its place in like a business sense, right? Because mm-hmm. there's just, you have to fill so many hours on TV every day to appease advertisers, right? Yes. And then it's about getting eyeballs and reality TV is perfect because A, it's cheap, so there's like, you can pay it off really quickly and then people will just put reality shows on as background noise, right? Mm. They aren't things people kinda like, it's not must-see TV, sure like there's the bachelor and shit like that there's a couple shows that people most of it is just like oh i'm just gonna put vh1 on (laughs) and whatever bad girls club i guess was the thing they did for a while and it's like see i missed that one it's just i think so i have no idea and it's like okay it's just on it's like oh jersey shore it's on like whatever it doesn't matter it was cheap people are watching but no one's like watching it right like it's not television that you really watch Right.
1: I would argue Jersey Shore was. I didn't not out of like a sense of superiority. Well, maybe at that age. Well, I'm but, talking like, about I, reality
0: I it, you know? shows in general, right? Like there's okay, the, there's okay, the yeah. three that like kind of will rise to the top. It feels like. But mm-hmm. even then, it's like 90 Day Fiance. I don't think I've met a person in the wild that actually watches that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure there are people that watch it. I'm sure the numbers aren't lying, but it's not like. And even if they are, they're not coming to me being like, you got to watch 90 Day Fiancé. <laughs> like, so if you want to get people. So this pivot to reality TV seems to be the wrong move for a streaming service, right? You watch reality yeah. TV because you already have cable and you just need something on, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: just like, well, it's better. Like, I don't really have the time to put like focus on like fucking the shawshank redemption that's playing on amc or right or like a scripted tv show like i'm not like i'm not because i'm not going to focus but if i need background noise i can just put on whatever reality tv show or forensic files that's the other thing they're like pivoting to true crime stuff right but yeah yeah those but those are like passive entertainments and i think they only they work on cable no one is joining a subs- uh, a streaming service just to watch those things right mm-hmm. like who is anyone doing that not that I know of. So, it's like, I agree with them on the, like, quality over quantity, but you need to be, like, you need to have the must-see... T- it, we need to go back to... It, I, it seems to me you gotta go back to a must-see TV model, which is more expensive, right?
1: hmm
0: And maybe they're just not ready for it. Maybe, like, the, the cost just doesn't make sense and they all got jumped into streaming too quickly. But it's, you know, it's it's... It's like a product launch. It's like you have to support that streaming service.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and now they're like, they're gonna fold HBO Max and Discovery Plus, which no one has, uh, into like one streaming service. And like, th- this isn't like some revelation, it's just like speculation, but I think we all understand this. Like, instead of having two separate entities that you have to focus on lines going up to make shareholders happy, mm-hmm. why not start a new thing? Well, you start at the literal bottom of the barrel. Yeah. So, the line can only go up from there for a while mm. and make you look really good. But people who are sane in reality will just, you know, it'll, it'll be harder for them to get a hold of the shit that made HBO Max kind of like comfortable as a streamer. Mm-hmm. There are so many like options you can watch. Like, they got fucking TCM on there and Studio Ghibli next to each other, which has made me very happy. Mm-hmm. I just realized that this fucking
0: suck. The, oh, the subtitles on HBO Max is bad. Uh it's so, not great. Sometimes it's, it's great. good. Sometimes it's like that compute, like it feels like that computer generated shit, and like the timings all off, and it drives me nuts. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you know they had a, they have a good selection, but uh, I don't know. Maybe the model... I'm kind of
1: hoping this dude gets ousted before these major shifts happen. Well,
0: no, they're gonna happen, and then they won't work, and then he gets ousted. Like that's unfortunate, like fucks everyone over, and then this guy's gonna get a golden parachute. But that's just that's the business, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, read the book Hit and Run, everyone. About when John Peters and the other guy uh took over Sony. And you'll get you'll get a look into how Hollywood works and it still works that way. <laughs>
1: um Yeah, I mean that's kind of the, the, the craziest revelation about this. And we'll get back to pray because this is kind of relevant too. Mm-hmm. Like, no, these same, these same people are, are making decisions. And they're making decisions, in a, like old decisions in a landscape that has long moved past them. Yeah. And that might be the next thing that starts killing theaters. And even if this guy is saying, like, he wants to, to focus more on them. Like, it's not going well, to happen that way. I
0: think they're going to have to, though. I think they're going to have to pivot back to theaters just because they aren't making money through streaming.
1: No no no, yeah, I'm not saying that they won't. Like I'm I'm saying that they're gonna have to regardless. Mm. And but the way this guy's going about it, it's like it's burning too many bridges and it's 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 working too fast in ways that aren't mm. like sustainable. Well yeah, for, there's that uh, problem
0: and then it creativity. could be, they could totally fuck themselves. We're like they could we could see a mass die off of theaters. I mean, like, isn't like AMC still teetering? Like mm-hmm. it's like like the AMC theaters are basically on the fucking brink and they have been yeah. for a while. And if that's the case, then it's like you just killed the only profitable arm of the film industry. <laughs> like, yeah. and then like, where do you make your money? You know,
1: yeah.
0: And so that could that could be a problem.
1: Um, uh, Emily St. James on Twitter had a thread about this recently, where she was saying like, basically the this is a new point, but. You know, everyone recognizes that streaming, while not a mistake, isn't like sustainable by itself. And we've all kind of come back to like a a 30-year cycle that recognizes that like, oh, yeah, the most financially stable way of of funding movies and TV are theatrical runs for films and ad-sponsored television platforms Mm -hmm. (laughs) and occasionally service bundles for television, like cable packages or... A package for several streamers which stuff like hulu espn and disney plus like have you mm-hmm. know you get that bundle um i don't have that bundle but people like that bundle i only use hulu i'm sorry uh, i will get disney plus for the new uh, Andor and or show because it's made by tony gilroy so I'll, I'll see how long that lasts but um yeah it's like we all we're all just coming back to the same point that like no no it worked before we tried this new thing and then it's also like the tail end of all this fucking tech startup bullshit. The tech that startup been doing. bullshit,
0: and now like a pandemic that is like killed going outside. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's and
1: then another one that's going to kill going outside again. Yes,
0: and it's like I mean it's a weird like razor and blade thing. I think they they totally like, didn't think about it where it's like the streaming service is like designed to lose money. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's you're supposed to you're not you don't sell the razor for a lot of money. You sell the blade for a lot of money, right? But, like, yeah. they're not selling any blades. <laughs> like, it's
1: like, I need to shave. Yeah, it's just
0: like, but then, please. Well, it's, it's. I mean, it's the thing with, like, I, I've been comparing a lot of what's happening right now to, like, the video game industry and, like, the history with that because every video game console that has ever launched, they lose money on the actual console. You know that, right? Like, mm-hmm. they, they don't make a profit with the v- actual consoles. You make the money on the games you sell. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like they just didn't, I don't know, I guess they just didn't see that. That, like, you lose money on the streaming service, but you make money other places. And then if you lose money at streaming, why even have it?
1: Yeah, I don't
0: know. I mean, I think maybe the model of, like, Amazon where you actually have to, like, rent the movies, you know? Or, like, buy them. Like outside of prime, that might be like the only profitable way to make the services work, you know
1: yeah, I, I guess that's yeah, I mean, they maybe that'll make like Netflix shows money, you know, like if you could also buy them like on yeah, well, now it can't be it can't just be like Apple or Amazon or YouTube, like they'd all have to come in like new contracts with each other, which I think is probably going to be an even bigger hurdle for them to yeah. overcome.
0: Well, that's why everyone's like walling shit up right now. Like, that's slowly yeah. starting to happen. Where that's why, like, Amazon's making that pivot to try to buy MGM, you know? Mm-hmm. So they can get the. Although, like, even if they buy it, like, the MGM back catalog is, like, spread over, like, 20 different companies. So, like, it's already been gutted, like, 20 times over. Yeah, but, MGM's such a funny company. <laughs> it's so weird. And it's, like, weird because everyone knows it, too. Like, we all know MGM. We all know that lion. Mm-hmm. Like, and. But it's, like it hasn't like really existed in a long time (laughs) and and then like the versions that do exist it's like they also merged with united artists at a certain point so they have like the united artists catalog but then even that is like split up all over the place and yeah mgm is and then there's like you know then there's like the mgm grand casino where it's like where does that fit in (laughs) or there it used to be the uh disney mgm hollywood studios remember that
1: no I, I don't uh,
0: Disney World they have the Hollywood Studios land, which is where Star Wars Land is at Disney World. It used to be called the Disney MGM Hollywood Studio and they made some, yeah that
1: really rolls off the tongue. yeah
0: yeah it's great and uh, they made some deal with uh, they made some deal with whoever owned the back catalog of MGM films and that's why like the great movie ride which no longer exists. You would ride it and it would be like half Disney films and half MGM movies. So it's like Wizard of Oz and like, I think Casablanca's in there or some shit. Like, <laughs> like it's a, it was a weird one. And they only did it because they really wanted the Wizard of Oz shit to be in the park. Like, that's really the main reason why they did it. Disney mm-hmm. desperately wants to get a hold of the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> They've tried like seven times to do their own. Um, but, yeah, it's... MGM is strange. MGM is so strange. Oh, they
1: should just get Sam Raimi to do a version of The Wizard of Oz for them. Alright,
0: here's, here's a good example of how fucked up uh, uh, the MGM thing is. So in 1985, Disney and Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer entered into a licensing contract um, that gave Disney worldwide rights to use the MGM brand and logo for what became Disney-MGM Studios. In 1988, MGM-UA responded by filing a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like there's two entities, like <laughs> two mg two separate MGMs, and they're suing each other. <laughs> oh MGM. Oh.
1: Much like how the predator hunts its prey.
0: Yeah. All that predator stuff was so engaging. It was. I don't look. I thought the predator. Remember, when, like, remember when the predator shows up, and it's like at first you're like, "Oh, it's cool." You hear the ship. That's actually a neat way to do it and like she thinks it's the thunderbird and it's like all right that's actually kind of interesting and then they just cut to a shot of a spaceship flying away and the predator just standing there center frame camera's locked down it's like there's nothing nothing really special about that shot Couldn't think of you like- know it's
1: actually funny you said that I, I won't say who i don't know if they want to be named but someone was mentioning to me like no no these first 15 minutes i'm really liking it and I went to bed and then I woke up and they're like, so I like the first 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, uh, did you at least like, like the, the opening stuff?
0: Um, I like, liked the opening as in, I probably liked the first five minutes of the movie. Oh, okay. um, and then I, I was like, there's a moment when cause I texted you while I was watching it. And I asked you, um, if it was it, cause I had heard, it was in another... There's a version that's in another language. I was watching the English version, right? Yes. And so I asked you and you informed me that there is a version that is dubbed in the Comanche, correct? Yes. And I texted you because I just assumed... I'm like, this is, like, clanking hard. Like, it wasn't... I wasn't, like, off of it, but I'm like, nothing... Like, it's not really working. It's not clicking, and it's not taking off at all. And I'm like, maybe Diego saw the version that was in Comanche... And maybe that version, like, plays better than the English version, which is why I texted you. (laughs) And then I was like, nope. And it's like, okay, maybe it was because he saw it in theaters. And I'm like, or maybe... And then I was like, okay, maybe, like, all right, this is, like, a lot of table setting. Maybe, like, the first, like, 15 to 20 minutes of it are going to be just kind of awkward. And then once the movie kicks in, it's going to be really good. And it it honestly felt like it was going to go that way. There's a a moment that really worked where... uh, she wakes up the following morning after failing to hunt the mountain lion and there's kind of a moment where she can decide to follow the other women into the field or you know go do what she wants and like she's like they they make it very specific where she's she looks out of the teepee and she sees them all going into the fields and she sees the woman carrying the crying baby on her back and it's like and she's like fuck that like (laughs) she doesn't say that which is what makes it good and she immediately you know gets her weapons, and then just heads off, and there's a good shot of her walking, you know, against the grain, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I a, really like that's that. That's a really good visual moment. It's like, okay, we're about to, it's about to go, and then it didn't. Um, and, yeah. I'm, like, really surprised that you said it because I think it's,
1: like, really well-directed. Like, um, there's a lot of sequences like that that i, I I'm, There I'm are a lot, into, like... there
0: are a lot of bright moments. They are overwhelmed by the moments that just do not work. Um, there is, and, and the, the reason why I say do not work is because you can watch it and you go like, this should work. And then it just doesn't. And I think part of that has to do with maybe they just didn't have the financial support behind it. Um, I thought that the predator in his like camouflage looked really cheap and bad a lot of the time, um, and wasn't engaging to look at, frankly, (laughs) Um, there's a shot in it, which should be like the money shot of the movie, frankly, where uh, he kills that bear, right? Mm-hmm. And then the blood starts dripping on the predator, and that's like how the first time she like sees that there's an invisible creature there. Um, that should have been awesome, and it's just kind of really lame and flat and boring. And there's a lot of shots like that where I'm like, why isn't this awesome? Like, this is, on paper, this is great. If we were, If I were to come here and to describe every individual moment... It would sound like the fucking coolest movie ever, but watching it, it is not that. And, See, maybe, and it, maybe it has to do with it playing at home, but a movie still should work at home to some capacity.
1: Yeah, like my defense of it will not be a theaters versus TV viewing thing because as I rewatched it, it was just going to be kind of in the background. I was like, no, I, I still think this kind of kicks ass like a lot. Mm. Uh, the Blood does not look great. It looks and really And I also bad. have to mention that uh, I think people were kind of worried that another Predator movie was just going to reference, like, the original quips they, and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: and they do a ton. And They, 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 notice, they just do the one. They, they just do no, the they one. do it, like, three times, and then what the fuck it, you talking it about? visually hits it hits all the visual beats of the other Predator films, which is the same as doing quoting dialogue. No, and, no, it's not the same. It's, and It's the fucking same, because this is the seventh Predator film, and I think seven of them <laughs> end up playing out this way, and... <laughs> Uh, There's a big narrative problem here that the movie never solves, and I think most of the Predator films don't solve, which is that after the first movie, we all show up knowing what movie we're about to see, right? We all know, and then we have to wait for the characters to figure it out. And it's very difficult to make that engaging. And this movie fails to make that engaging. Mm -hmm. Um, It turns into a really frustrating story where our main character is kind of like a, you know... I saw something strange and no one believes her, which is frustrating for her and it just turns into frustration for the audience. It's not a... It doesn't feel like a triumphant thing if she can prove what's going on, especially because she also doesn't know what's going on. Um, she's just kind of like slightly a step ahead of people so it's just like kind of double frustration. Um, it would have been a better movie, frankly, if they were all kind of aware that something was up but they don't know what it is. Uh, almost like the first movie where they spend most of that movie thinking they're being chased by like kind of really really tough gorillas of some kind, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then even when they put together that it is not human, they they don't immediately like start to figure it out. Uh, there's it, it leads to a very strong narrative weakness to the first half of this movie. Um, and yeah, and it never really now, recovers is, from that. Does
1: that does that happen? in your opinion, because you know going in it's a Predator movie, or is it a problem if you didn't know it was a Predator movie? I promise I have a point to this.
0: I don't know. I really don't. Um, I think maybe if it was, like, a movie you put on, like, the sci-fi channel, like, at, like, two in the morning, and you're like, oh, what's this movie? And then it's like, oh, surprise, it was a Predator film. (laughs) Like, maybe that could be fun. Um, but... that's not what this movie is, so
1: in December of 2019, the film's production was under wrap. There was no other predator film announced after Shane Black's, right mm-hmm. This production went by the name of Skulls. It followed a Comanche woman who goes against gender norms and traditions to become a warrior
0: mm-hmm.
1: That is the the premise of this film still yeah.
0: And that stuff is really, like, one note and bad. Like...
1: Uh, no. On, on paper,
0: um, that's a really good idea. I, they don't know what to do with it, and it just kind of makes it feel like it's a modern movie that they just kind of took Comanche aesthetic for. Um, it. They don't really... We never... I will
1: say one of one of my criticisms of the film is that I wish I got a better understanding of the community more than just the warrior stuff. Mm. Not that, like, it, it needs, like, to be mapped out uh, this is one of the only i think this is the only predator film that doesn't have like a massive ensemble yeah that the predator gets to chip away at which i do think makes some of the kills less think like that, exciting
0: i think that hurts the movie too i I, um, I think
1: it does a little bit um i i don't need to defend it already i've talked about it like on three fucking podcasts uh but here's why i bring this up in november of 2020 do you remember what happened um no okay well it got leaked to the public. Like some people on, on like the AVP so was, Galaxy was servers and stuff like that were aware be, of it.
0: Was it going to, I'm looking at the Wikipedia article. So
1: Okay, okay, yeah. It um, was gonna be released as like skulls or whatever title movie. And it was going to be without,
0: surprise, it's the Predator. Like
1: Yes. It was not always planned to be promoted as a Predator movie. Okay. It that, got leaked on such a massive level that they were like, fuck it, let's just let's
0: Then let's why is there a shot ten minutes in this movie that is just the Predator standing there? I think that's is, is a, that a reshoot. Is that a reshoot? That's what I think. It's I, a very I don't noticeable have evidence one. of this. It's a very bad one. It's 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 almost like the worst shot in the movie. And it was enough to make me go, ooh, what's going on here? Um, I don't know when I fully turned on it, though. I'm trying to think about that. Um, I think I got pretty far where I was kind of like, when is this going to get good? I think when the French fur trapper's slaughter happened... And I'm like, well, at least I'm going to enjoy these guys getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, like, it was kind of lame. And then, like, that was, like, really heavy on the CGI blood. And I was like, this isn't good. I am so... was like, so- there was like, like my one favorite part kill, of the movie. There was, like, one kill on there that was really good, but... I
1: love the bear trap one. Yeah, he just fucking picked up the bear trap and that throws was, it at that dude's fucking head. That was
0: the one I kind of liked. But even that had, like, a CGI tint to it that, like, there was no tactility to it. Like, it just kind of, like... All right... Um, uh, yeah. I I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: quote my boy Vice Victus. No, but Acting all right, no, fuck, fuck, no, 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 no. This I, is, this I is have important. a point it's to make about you. I have a point to make, about
0: the CGI. I have a point to make about the skulls thing first. Okay, okay. Remember okay. when the Blair Witch was just the woods or whatever like that, mm-hmm. and people got surprised and they responded really well, and then the movie came out and it was bad. Yeah. So like that's what happened. Like it's that's what this movie is like. It's Blair yeah, Witch. That
1: probably was like the initial plan for this, like, "Oh, come see skulls at Comic Con." Mm-hmm. Like, if that announced, if that leak didn't happen, yeah. So, and I probably would have liked it even more. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's how they get you. All
0: right, and here's something I will say that I think maybe is why you liked it more, and this is not really the movie's fault, but you saw this at Comic Con, correct? I did. And your com- yeah. because you were busy Comic Con weekend, you had to wait to see. Nope. So you saw Nope after Prey? Uh, Pre.
1: I did see Nope after.
0: I saw Nope Pre. twice before Prey, and Nope is like one of the best made blockbusters of recent memory, and it's yeah. kind of like, oh, here's the standard we should be giving these movies going forward. Like this is this like movies should meet this mark. Like this shouldn't be an anomaly. Like not to, not to downplay Jordan Peele, he's great, but like that's what the that's what movies should be at least aiming for. And then to watch something like Prey, which isn't even in the same fucking ballpark visually, uh, it's it was a real buzzkill. Um, it's, and it's not fair to the movie. I'm comparing to what is my favorite movie of the year so far. But they are similar in a lot of their DNA. And one knows exactly how to visually reveal itself to the audience and also have intellectual heft behind it. And this movie had none of that. So. I think
1: there's still plenty of like ideas, like what in in prey, like I mean, because the whole like predator like iconography at this point, point, we've all kind of like assembled this mythology about it being like, oh, it's like uh, imperialism. is like they're like the white slavers of space. They're like the white hunters. You know, going around just like big game hunting. Yeah, but that's fan oh, fear. That's that. fan it, theories.
0: It, it, it totally is. That's it totally is. Fiction. But I think
1: this movie understands that that's like the narrative we've built around. I the honestly thought that's and what was going to
0: click with the French fur trappers, and it just didn't. I see. I I, and I think, think it does. It's just like I think the, a part of the problem is the design of the Predator, which is not. I'm not even criticizing this film. That's just like the whole series. The Predator here actually looks really good. I really like the design of it. Um, but I think there's something to its otherness, and it it it's a very, I mean, it's a it's a callback to how maybe we used to depict Africans in old adventure novels. It's uh,
1: it's 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 dated. I will say and that. I'll, I think that, that kills
0: any sort of argument that like, oh, these are actually kind of cheeky stories about imperialism. I think maybe the first Predator has that, where it's kind of a movie about. Those sorts of things, but mm. I don't think any of the sequels have been able to tap into it. Or, I
1: would heavily argue or, Predator Two or has Predator
0: it. Two, which just gets deeply racist, and for some reason, film it, Twitter no, no, is it, just like it, is,
1: it takes place in the Frank Miller universe.
0: It takes place in the urban jungle, which is a thing people used to say, um, and uh, and film Twitter is like we're actually fine and cool with that. <laughs> for some <laughs> that's reason that's not what they're saying that's what film twitter is saying <laughs> no it's not because because a lot of people this week have been like actually there are no bad predator films which a lot of people have been saying this week. okay
1: look i like all of them come, guys come on <laughs> well here's the no. thing like
0: look the other one i really like is like predators which is also a movie that like mostly works on paper you know
1: mm-hmm. like
0: predators is another one where i'm like you tell me the premise of predators i'm like you just told me the greatest film of all time and then I watch yeah. it, and it's not that. And Prey has the same fucking problem. Of, like, you tell me on paper that that's what Prey's about. I'm like, that sounds... Like, once I heard... Because I actually... For whatever reason, I missed the news that there is even another Predator movie in development. And then, like, I think when the first trailer dropped, I was like, Oh, shit, there's a new Predator movie. And <laughs> it's like, oh, it's them versus, like, Comanche Warriors? Like, that sounds like the greatest idea ever, if it's not racist. And... and it. Well, I'll give it that. It's the movie's not racist. At least I don't think. I'm not smart enough to talk about it. Um, but hey, but look, on a first
1: pass, it doesn't seem racist, and that's better than like a lot of this other shit. Yeah. So.
0: And. Uh, yeah. If if it's if there is like racism here, it's like really stuff that's like deep that like I just wouldn't have picked up on anyway. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just. But it just never works, man. It never. It never like i said it not only does it not take off it never even lands
1: well here so you like predators more than this
0: i don't know i think this is a movie that's making me kind of realize i just maybe don't like the predator films Mm. that like i think it worked that one time and then and then less so
1: for the sequel but still fun and and, then the predator 2 is
0: bad that's awesome predators like i liked when i saw again i liked predators when i saw it in theaters and then like every time i revisited it It's like, no. And then, like, The Predator is another one where it's like, that got butchered, so maybe there's a Shane Black cut that works. But also, like, I kind of realize how much I just... The more you reveal about The Predator, the less interesting they become, and that movie was initially going to be, like, a lot about that. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, And AVP is terrible. AVPR is kind of like a schlock masterpiece. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's... I don't know, man. Um, it's... I, I think the, the stuff, the Predator stuff, just maybe isn't as interesting. as like, everyone keeps going, like, why can't they make it work? And I think the answer is you just can't. Like, it worked one time, and you can't recapture it, and so we should just stop trying at this point. They never will, but... Um, yeah. And I don't know. I could have used a little more of uh, what's going on with the Comanches. And... Uh, I could have used a little more that like i guess maybe they wanted to avoid certain pitfalls that would have felt like kind of like exoticizing them you know which i think other movies do uh this is ultimately a movie made by white filmmakers you know Mm -hmm. and even though there's nothing racist in the movie it still feels like that (laughs) i mean uh it, it it doesn't feel like i don't know I was also I was also kind of baffled by the choice. There's the uh, the ceremony they do if like you you know you hunt something right, mm-hmm. um, and there's like chanting involved. I didn't understand the choice to like kind of lower the audio on the chanting, but like have the score take over. <laughs> I didn't really understand that choice. I'm like, shouldn't we want to, shouldn't we want to feel a part of the culture while we're watching the movie a little bit? And maybe they were trying to avoid, you know, like, again, like, maybe that is, like, such a thing that, like, you don't, you kind of maybe don't want to hit that beat, because that's something that people, when they think indigenous people, that's what they think. But, yeah, I got, I got, I didn't get a sense, I did honestly, you know what it is, it's also that thing of, there's the, it's this, the whole, like, a young woman who, like, wants to be a warrior instead of uh, a healer or whatever, I... I don't know enough about Comanche culture to know like how gender dynamics worked (laughs) and maybe I could have used a a better look into that with this movie because, because we do know from studying, uh, you know, indigenous peoples that, uh, those sort of defined gender roles are not a guarantee. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the fact that they just kind of assume that this is going to be a truth kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. And maybe it was, but I, I felt like there wasn't really enough there. Um, the, peop- the other characters other than her brother are like really one note and are frustrating and that's this movie this movie's frustrating
1: yeah, see I agree with like the thinness of the other characters uh, I really like her relationship she's with the she's a good
0: performer she's a good I, I don't want to say I'm not like di- like attacking the actress she does her job well when it's just her a lot of the time like like the movie kind of really works when it's just her on the track right like mm-hmm. that kind of sequence kind of works the best but then she keeps kind of falling in with different people. And then it's like it's like a constant stopping and starting. And it maybe would have worked better had we not seen the Predator before that point. I feel like the movie felt the need to show the Predator too early. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's kind of a mess. Um, the brother's also fine. Like the performances are all good. I'm not gonna come here and complain about the performances. It's just
1: yeah. Uh, I I, I want to shout out Dakota Beavers who plays Tabe, her brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is his first movie.
0: He's good. He's really good. He's, I would he's not really good. Have known I, that.
1: please don't fucking just like ignore these people because this movie's rocking like a ninety percent. Yeah, it's tomatoes. And Like I don't give a shit about that, but that mm. does make people pay attention in the industry. Unfortunately, and I want to say now, I did... this could be a fortunate situation where they actually hire talented people now.
0: Mm. I didn't like hate the movie either. Like it's really a like it's a very strong close but no cigar movie i think my frustration is just kind of the realization that maybe predator just doesn't work and like we should just stop and like it's it's seven films at this point one of them worked so like let's stop and you're
1: including avp with that
0: right i'm including avp and i am including avpr which like is a movie that i like but also i'm not like i like it because it finally gets the predator right like the predator is almost incidental in that movie
1: yeah, the, the Predator operates differently than every other movie in the franchise. Yeah. In that movie, and so, which is why I like the Predator stuff in that movie too. Yeah, maybe, you
0: know? maybe that's why. But it's also like it doesn't really feel like a Predator film. Um, but yeah, it's so I think it's an incredibly fine movie. Um, I will never watch it again. <laughs> oh, okay,
1: I'm, I'm gonna watch it again this weekend. Uh,
0: I, watch Nope again, fuckers. I've, like I've nope. seen Nope four fucking times. Yeah, go fifth time. Uh, like, I'm gonna. Who gives a but fuck? That's a great look.
1: Movie. I'm not pitting this up against Nope because I don't think most movies stand up against Nope. Which at is this point, bad,
0: frankly. frankly. Yes, it's,
1: yes, but I just mean like in history, like I think it's one of the best blockbusters ever.
0: It's what movies could be. It's what blockbusters could be, and we're just not letting it. And prey. Yeah, is but another... it's also fucking like it really upset me. <laughs> yeah, but prey, <laughs> is, prey is another example of just like the shallowness of the modern blockbuster. No,
1: no, I. And even I when the, even the, when the you show up, problems... with,
0: even when you show up with all the right ideas, and all the tools and gadgets at your disposal, that doesn't mean you can do it. Maybe you got to give these people more time to fucking make the movie. Maybe you got to be more honest. Maybe you have. Maybe the goal. Shouldn't be hitting an end date. Maybe the goal should be, hey, this shot didn't work. Let's try it again. It's going to take more time. Going to take more money. But maybe that's what you should be doing. And if you can't uh, do that, I will say if you can't the, the, do that, don't make the movie. I will
1: say the one thing that you have going against you is that they did have time to make this movie. This had like a, a two-month shoot date that extended a little further. Um, well, that's
0: that's just embarrassing then.
1: It's. It, it sounds like it was a tough shoot. Mm-hmm. Dan Trachtenberg and Amber Midthunder were talking about it on the uh, in, in the Q and A after the the premiere, and Dan Trachtenberg still looks fucking like exhausted. Like mm-hmm. I think the movie just finished, like mm-hmm. a little before that. It does that feel like
0: this might have been made by a tired person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he's had this idea with uh, his uh, screenwriter Patrick Asen since like 2016. So I bet they are really excited about it, and I'm also betting that they're really glad it's over now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it does, I it, want to talk about some of the things I really liked. Again, the cast is fantastic. I think Mid Thunder is kind I of... I think I
0: know one of the things you're going to talk about, but I won't say uh, it. I'm going to see if you bring it up.
1: Okay, well, she she's kind of ready to be a star, I She think. is. I, uh, hope, the, the,
0: I hope we see more of her. She's good in it.
1: Yeah. Uh, the score, I think, is terrific. I think the score by by Sarah Shackner, mm-hmm. I think. I, I, I this is the first I've heard her stuff. She did some stuff for uh, uh, she did some programming music for Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. So she kind of like assisted with the compositions. Um but mostly she does video game work. A lot of Assassin's Creed, which makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. frankly. Uh, and some Call of Duties and then something called Anthem.
0: Well, oh, remember Anthem? Oh, my God. You don't it's remember Anthem? BioWare you weren't EA? joking? What the fuck? You no. weren't joking? Holy shit, you don't remember Anthem? No, I don't. That was, like, a disaster. Oh, apparently, because
1: it's Bioware and EA, and I hadn't fucking heard of it.
0: Yeah. It was one of those where it's, like, we're, it was going to be one of those, like, uh... Oh, God, I don't even know what... the Like, live services games? Where, like, it's constantly getting updates. kind of like, uh... What's that... What's that Bungie game? Destiny 2? Destiny. Yeah. Um... It was going to be Which kind of, a lot of people seem to like. A lot of people seem to like it, but it was, going to, it was supposed to have that same model, and uh, it didn't work, and they stopped supporting it, like, February last year, so... Oh, that's sad. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, Bioware Bioware might be getting shut down soon. Like.
1: That, that last Mass Effect that they're working on right now is kind uh, of going to be a, a make a break moment for them. Are and as someone who loves the trilogy, are I'm they, not, like,
0: holding my breath. Are they making another Mass Effect? Yeah, yeah, they announced it like two years ago. Okay, well, they did that Andromeda, which like bombed, and yeah. uh, which I,
1: speaking well, of, of things that have like great premises that disappoint people, like mm. to me, like a standalone Mass Effect game is kind of like yeah, what but you I can't want. do
0: that after three. They fuck themselves. The way three ends is an end to a franchise. Like I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like whatever you feel about that ending, it's not something you can make sequels to.
1: Yeah, and which I, which I'm I'm like fine with. I guess it's like. It's a side story. I haven't played Andromeda yet. That's that's the big revelation here. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's a, a story about, like, a ship that w- sent itself into hiding during the Reaper invasion. Yeah, it, it, it went to invasion.
0: the Andromeda galaxy before shit went down. Like, okay. That's the setup.
1: And I'm like, okay, if you, like that's, like, your one Which shot to do, like, a side Which just raises further questions story.
0: about what the fuck the Reapers were up to, but, hey.
1: Yeah, well. yeah, but... Yeah, whatever. Um, well, but yeah, the thing is they this, also
0: put out, like, they put out the legendary edition of the Mass Effect trilogy, which is kind of like a remake, kind of, of those games, like the remasters. And now they're doing the same with Knights of the Old Republic.
1: Uh, what? not anymore.
0: Oh, did they cancel it?
1: It's it's uh, held indefinitely. Something happened. I don't know what happened, but I saw a lot of reports about that, and it's I don't know if that one's still happening, mm-hmm. which also bodes poorly for BioWare.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I thought that because it felt like that's what was happening at this point is that they were just gonna do remakes of their uh, that they were just gonna do remakes of their games for the time being because um, that would make people money.
1: Hmm.
0: It's just it says here it's been delayed like three years, which uh, they're gonna
1: remake the entire game.
0: Oh, it's a, it's a different studio even doing it, so maybe that's that's a whole other thing.
1: Oh, okay, um, okay. So,
0: yeah, I mean, but I don't, still, it doesn't.
1: I, that's not like a great sign.
0: Yeah, but I also don't need a remake of Knights of the Old Republic.
1: No, no, neither, neither do I. Neither do I. Um, I, like here, I said, here's something I think, else
0: that's. I, that's. I guess that's my point. Was just like it feels like Bioware is just getting scrapped for parts these days.
1: Yeah, and that's unfortunate. But speaking of of stuff that is no longer supportive, uh, video game wise. There's the great AVP2 game from 2001 that you cannot purchase from anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to search online uh, and fans have taken all, all the bits and pieces of the game and uploaded it for free on the internet and it's, it's a real fun game. The Predator stuff is super fucking fun. Playing as a Xenomorph is, is really exciting for about an hour. <laughs> and the Space Marine stuff is some of the stupidest shit I've ever heard written, but also very fucking
0: fun. So, what is this AVP2 game? Was it released for PC? What
1: was it? It was released for PC. I don't know if it was released for anything else, but it's it's a great action game. Like, it's legitimately a, a great first person shooter game. And then, first person tackle game, because the, the alien doesn't shoot anything. You just. You just eat people, uh-huh. which is why it's the most boring part of the game. But whatever, you know, it's still, still cool. Um, but really, the predator stuff is just like fucking badass. Like you, you're fighting Space Marines. You're kind of like, instead of like uh uh hunting like the white whale, you're kind of hunting like a a, a mercenary general who uh-huh. trapped you like in a in a prison for like five years or some shit. Like it, it's kind of fucking hardcore. And you can tell it was made by like a bunch of fucking nerds who like also really love Predator shit. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: it, frankly, I, I kind of want to see the Predator fight like Space Marines at some point. I know you don't give a shit anymore, but I think one of the benefits of Prey, in terms of like the franchise, is that it kind of won back a lot of people who were like, oh, they, they made another good one, finally. You know, I've seen some people call it the best one, which is just to calm fucking down. That's insane. That's not... But he, we're not doing Predator, that.
0: Does Predator just have the Sonic cycle at this point? Maybe. Like, it just I, I'm starting to feel like that's what's happening.
1: I don't know, may, maybe. But Sonic, has Sonic had a good game in, like, a long time?
0: Um, no, but, like, every time a new one drops, there's, like, kind of a moment where people are like, this one's done it! It's fucking redeemed the franchise! Oh. And then... <laughs> it's like
1: <laughs> that's okay but that hasn't happened with Predator at all until like right now
0: I don't know Predator's had a good response
1: Predator's had a decent response but like, I remember well, that not blowing the world up either yeah
0: but I remember people were like you don't understand they fuck corrected it and then like you know nothing nothing really happened
1: yeah which yeah. was it was like a success too it's and not then also like Sonic it's either
0: like one it's either that or like a fucking notorious disaster like the Predator
1: yeah, which I still want that Shane Black cut. Uh, I know the the effects aren't done, but uh, it could be a fun movie if you just kept all the pieces in. Fred Decker, the co-writer, also the co-writer of Monster Squad and uh, fucking Shadow Company. I you know think? what really right? fucked
0: us, and it's like not even his fault, really? Hmm. Um, it's uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like... They put all that money into like restoring it, right? Which I believe like mm-hmm. was a lot of his own money, but I think Warner Brothers still put a lot of money into it. He, and, like, he
1: uh he scrapped a paycheck for himself and just Used the money yeah. to, to complete the film.
0: Which is totally, that's that's cool and admirable, you know? And this, again, yeah. it's not, I'm not blaming him, and I'm not blaming the no, movie. No, 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 yeah, 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 but, but, it, but the studio think, does
1: look at that not working. And yeah, those. I think that
0: not working has meant, like, that there's, like, all this stuff sitting on shelves that they're like, well, we're not even going to bother with that. Yeah. Like, had it hit, we would have gotten Shane Black's The Predator.
1: Yeah, Shane Black pitched the studio because the original finale and uh, the, the back half of the movie mostly took place during the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the release version takes place at night for a traditional hunting finale, which was not their plan initially, mm-hmm. which I talked about on, on the retrospective. Go check it out uh, to the 2018's Predator. And he pitched the, the studio like, oh, we could do on the on the Blu-ray release for special features Predator AM and Predator PM, you know. And it's like it's kind of like the trashy vibe of that movie. It's like, OK, it's like. You're kind of getting some fucking pizza scraps at 7-Eleven at midnight, and you're like, yeah. yeah, this rocks. And then you wake up the next day, and you're like, that was bad for
0: me. Mm-hmm.
1: But it's really fun while you're eating it. That's kind of the vibe of that it movie. It you and the, the next morning? And the studio like,
0: no. When I, when I like, make bad decisions with my diet like that, it usually hits me, like, five minutes after I finish eating.
1: Okay, yeah, maybe that. But here, here <laughs> I, I bring up Fred Decker also and the, the 2018 Predator because Fred Decker on Facebook has been very public about, like, uh, how disappointed him and, and Shane Black were
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, because they, they weren't really responsible for, like, especially the Stinger at the end with, like, the Iron Man Predator yeah. suit. They were like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, I think like, that everyone, wasn't them.
0: I think everyone understands that at this point. Um, but, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah,
1: well, he, he was just, I just got to say this because he's, he's been, he seems like a, a a humble guy on Facebook, at least. Uh, which I'm only saying through screen caps, maybe he's he's like an anti vaxxer or some shit. I don't know. I don't anything. know i um but he was thanking a fan who said that they liked the movie and and but hated the ending with the suit and he says like thank you steven that means a lot we live in a culture that's so like cacophonous we sometimes cling to our opinions as our only voice in the din uh we're so married to our childhood memories of things we love that when the formula is contradicted some feel betrayed by any attempt to take a different approach in all candor i have a lot of issues with the movie i also hate the super suit ending but I spent three years on it and to have it trashed by fans who don't have the first clue how hard it is to get anything on screen, it hurts. So thank you. And then it was a mutual decision that they they veered away from the big like predator action hybrid where it would have been like a, a car chase movie like Fury Road for the last half hour uh-huh. with like a bunch of mutant predator monsters and shit. You could see all the designs online and they're like, the ADI did some fantastic design work. Like put these monsters in like another movie. Like they look that good. Um, and Fred Decker also says, like, you know, kind of wish he made a more predictable, predictable, like, traditional Predator movie with their own, like, flavor and seasoning of Black and Decker along the way. Because they, they felt like it got too unwieldy at a certain point. And I just kind of respect that, um, that introspection from him, you know. I, I didn't want a traditional uh, Predator movie from them, but I would have liked a, a completed one, I guess. And uh, I think that's why I like Prey a lot, too. It is like a complete standalone film made by a bunch of talented people who came together and made a movie that I I think works significantly better than you're suggesting. Um, Oh, I also got to shout out the cinematographer. No one, Prey,
0: people put a lot of work into it. People clearly had a passion. People tried their best. This was not a, no one phoned it in. This isn't a cheap cash grab. I hope Dan Trachtenberg gets more movies. I hope everyone involved has a good career. No one will be talking about this movie a year from now. We will see. No one will be talking about this movie a year from now. I'll be talking now. about it. But I talk about Predator all the fucking time, because well, yeah, I, I cause have no life. People um, are insane. That <laughs> uh, cinematographer
1: a Jeff Cutter, who worked with Dan Trachtenberg on 10 Cloverfield Lane and a couple other stuff. Uh, the same I, guy, I think did, the, the same guy him, who
0: did this did 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. That's that. what happened, man.
1: Well, I think both him and Dan Trachtenberg understand that like shooting in scope, uh, that wide cinema scope aspect ratio, I think they understand how to use it. It's not just like, you know, like Robert Rodriguez calls it the budget button. You make the black bars pop up and it looks like more cinematic. Robert Rodriguez knows how to frame a shot and these guys know how to frame a shot. If
0: they understood how to use it, why didn't they use it that way? Uh, boo. Boo. This movie's like Food already left my brain. Like, I'm sorry, it's not very good. Um, I I don't know what to tell you. Okay, um, well, and also, uh, if if the movie wanted to kill any goodwill <laughs> that I had, uh, the fucking the fucking flintlock pistol thing at the oh. end. <laughs> was kind of like all right whatever i
1: didn't need that but i liked it yeah whatever the predator two heads went fucking crazy yeah it's me i'm the predator two head
0: no there's a lot of you idiots out there
1: no predator two fucking rocks i do want predators versus like pirates at some point but i think that might be you know what
0: fuck this just it doesn't work i'm sorry like the predator in predator plus x it just doesn't work It, it didn't work here it hasn't worked in any of the other movies it well, the, this and
1: Predator 2 are the only ones that did it. It,
0: it it worked the one time it worked for one movie and that's because that's a movie that's an action movie that like suddenly turns into a sci-fi horror film uh, it's alright you want to know what my pitch if I were to do a Predator film
1: sure and, and then we can wrap up and I have here's one the final the only note. thing I think
0: it that would work but it would also kill the franchise which is what I'm trying to do Okay. Um you make a movie about the filming of Predator. Oh my god. And Predator was <laughs> and initially we're... just going to be kind of a generic action movie about like <laughs> Arnold going in and fucking up contracts and know shit. Exactly what you're about and to And then say. but then a Predator showed up <laughs> and they just were like, "Well, fuck it, let's put it in the movie." <laughs> it's like John so, Mc, it, it turns out Predator was John McTiernan's Fitzcarraldo like that's what and that's the movie I was gonna say Fitzcarraldo or uh, Shadow of the
1: Vampire yeah exactly
0: <laughs> like and just and so that's what the movie is
1: no that could be fucking honestly I, you know what I'm kind of I, I, I want to
0: say like I'm making a. I'm kind of stealing a bit from uh, James Adomian uh, the comedian because he does a fucking fantastic Jesse Ventura impression, mm. and he did one where he was like, "I've seen the predators. I saw them. Like that was the, it was the, the movie. We lost control of the production. <laughs> like he was implying that it was real. Like yeah. like <laughs> guy was a governor. The I was, I was a governor, a Navy SEAL." <laughs> <laughs>
1: What a fucking uh, No, you know what? I completely agree with you now, just because none of the Predator sequels have fucking insane cast members like that anymore. Yeah. So you know what? Bill put Bill Burr in a present in a Predator he Honestly movie.
0: feels like a guy who would like show up in a Predator movie. Yeah. But um, hey. Oh, he's he's got
1: he's got a nice round skull too, so you know, for the spine rip, yeah. it'd look cool. It'd look great. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing anyone's ever said about Bill Burr. I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but hey. I don't know either. Bill Burr, I'm a fan. Uh, Come on my podcast. Um, okay, the last thing, and then we can wrap up. You don't like it. I like it a lot. Uh, there are plans. If it is successful, I don't know how you deem something successful on streaming service anymore, but there are discussions for additional installments uh, being developed for post-release of Prey. And it won't Dan's happen. Dan Trackenberg said that the intent was to do things that have never been done before in the franchise. Uh, Don't know what that means uh, anymore, because they have tried that a couple times, and now I agree with you, and I say that doesn't work either. Yeah. Uh, Matt, thanks for joining me. I had to kind of drag you into this one, because you were like, okay.
0: Nah, I, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm, make, I'm putting my flag down. Maybe I will feel different in a year. Because I, I will say, you know what? The, the, another movie where I had like the same sinking feeling while watching... Um, was Malignant which is a mm. movie that everyone loves and I keep going like I need to revisit Malignant because like clearly like maybe I just wasn't in the right frame of mind when I watched it you know and mm. that's one where I'm like I'm willing to kind of give it I don't see it here though and I will say I was, th- I was literally thinking about revisiting Malignant like the day before I watched Prey and after watching it I'm like maybe I was right about Malignant <laughs> so I want to get that out of my head before I try again you know, what? I don't know if I like *Malignant* more than *Prey*,
1: but mm-hmm. I like both a lot, and that's a, give that's them both. Another possibly
0: try. the worst endorsement for *Malignant* you could give me <laughs> right now, because you fucking like everything. So
1: no, 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 that that's definitely and to not be true. like
0: and to be like eh, it's not as good as fucking whatever the fuck. And no, no, no,
1: it's definitely not true. Sure. You know why? Because I just saw fucking *Uncharted* like last month.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That, that movie's yeah, but
0: that's not a real movie.
1: It doesn't feel like it, no.
0: Um, most movies released today aren't real. I'll give the I'll give Prey this. It is a real movie. There you go. Like, see, it's a real movie. But like, it's again, I just happened to. Watch, I think Nope really is what kneecapped this fucking thing because Nope shows what movies should be doing, and Prey is kind of like you got the spirit, but <laughs> you know, not the hot. No, you know together. what it is too.
1: I, I've been avoiding movies. I'm like, I don't think that looks good. I feel like I should I should stay away from mm-hmm. that. Like, are you going to watch Bullet Train in the theater? I am, but
0: that's not my, that's not my decision. Oh, okay. Not my <laughs> well, decision.
1: Yeah, I it doesn't look good, but I also want it to be like a success because it's not like an it's not an original idea. It's based on a book. Mm-hmm. But Hollywood will see it as an original idea, so I do want it to be a success, you know. Yeah. But I
0: also I'm not going to go out and watch it myself. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: No, I, I know stopped, better now.
0: I stopped going to see movies I thought looked bad, like, years ago. Like, I yeah, well, I'm, I'm barely
1: getting around to it, and it's working out really well. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Well, that was the thing. That was why I I, I didn't see Jurassic World opening weekend, because I saw those previews, and I'm like, that looks bad. And then everyone said, no, it's actually good.
1: Should we do Jurassic World Dominion? Why? I don't know.
0: What, what possible reason would we cover that?
1: I just, uh... I need to know about these locusts everyone talks about. Silent... Do they actually take up 90% of the screen time? Are there really only five minutes of dinosaurs?
0: That's pretty funny if that's true.
1: That's fucking hysterical. How
0: fucking like... And then like, you know what? That's Colin Trevorrow being a coward. Because what he does is he does that and he's like, this is going to upset people. Like, he knows it will, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then he's like, so then when people criticize the movie, he's like, they just couldn't handle what I was doing. And it's like, no, the movie sucked. Like, if it had been a good movie with Locust, like, I would I would be pure championing it, frankly, but yeah. it's not. And then, you so you didn't deliver on what you should have just obviously done, and then the, what you did instead was bad as well. So, what a dope. Fuck Hollywood, man. Yeah. How much, alright, how much did, How much has Dominion made? I'm, I'm gonna upset myself right now.
1: Are you um, gonna Google it, or do you want me to look it up? I'm
0: looking it up. Okay. Dominion I, th- I
1: think it's under a billion still. So. Has
0: made 950 million. Okay. Ooh, that's that's cutting it real close though. And Nope has made eighty nine point five million. It, so, well,
1: to be fair for Nope, it has not released internationally yet. Yep. I'm so. sure that's
0: part of it. And not the idiocy of the general American public. <laughs> Well,
1: I'm sure some of it's idiocy, but like, I saw this movie with normal people each time, and they all responded very positively to it.
0: I'm not talking about Fuck Prey. I'm talking about Nope.
1: No, no, no. Yeah, 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 Nope, Nope, all Nope. Right. Sorry.
0: Ugh, about to fucking strangle you. Um, no, no,
1: no, no. Well, no, but, I,
0: yeah. Nope is a movie that if you give it to people, they will like it, but like, people just aren't going to it because they're like, I like dinosaurs. You fuck.
1: Well, I think it's Jurassic World and Top Gun are kind of like running away with the box office right now.
0: Embarrassing, frankly. Yeah. Embarrassing.
1: Well, I haven't seen Top Gun yet.
0: Top Gun's bad. Say Again, you're like one of the
1: only people that people said that. People say it's good or
0: wrong. Um, Quentin
1: Tarantino's wrong about
0: something. Yeah, I mean, look, at least Top Gun Maverick, like the jet shit, looked great. Like I will give that movie that, you know.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, but it is not a movie worth watching, really. Um, it's. I mean, but Top Gun's not a good movie either, so I don't know what the fuck. Hmm. Um, like I said, Nope really like reinvigorated my love of movies, and like it took fucking Prey one movie. To move no, no, was, just just watch Nope
1: again, because right. Nope is, uh, so fucking terrific. We live in hell. Matt and I are gonna talk about a Jordan C- Peele stuff a soon.
0: Cinematic, just hellscape. No, <laughs> okay, now I know you're Hell, Star Hollywood. Hellstar. <laughs> hey that's a that's a great idea yeah (laughs)
1: although maybe nope is kind of that already
0: uh nope because it it did feel very inspired by that Um, not like not like in terms of like like one-to-one it's just like spiritually it feels like a Jinji Ito story yeah Um, but it also
1: is deeply upsetting like a Jinji Ito story
0: yeah but Jordan Peele um, also is a crowd pleaser, which is why that movie doesn't just end on a deeply upsetting note. Yes. <laughs> which yes. is what a Junji story does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where it's just like, oh, I guess that's how Army of One ends. <laughs> <laughs> and now I just have to sit here and think about that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I should... mean, I,
1: I had very long conversations, long productive conversations about nope even though it didn't end on the most upsetting note possible
0: yeah no that's why jordan peele's like a master like we gotta recognize this fucking guy
1: yeah before
0: it's too fucking late like no one should be able to pull off what he's doing honestly like every other person that has tried to do what he's doing like they have to either kind of abandon their intellectual honesty to be entertaining or they have to just kind of be like a really bleak movie and he finds the he finds the middle passage, which is a very, very challenging thing to do. And uh, he deserves more respect for it. And I hope uh, No nope keeps making money. Please keep going to see it. Uh, it's great. And then when you get home, watch Prey. Now, if when you get home, uh, just buy your next tic- tickets for your next screening of No. Nope. <laughs> and then sit there with your thoughts, because you'll get more out of just thinking about Nope than actually watching Prey.
1: This is not to disregard Prey at all, but I, I kind of agree with you. Yeah. But I, I get more out of Nope than, like again, like most things in life right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so fucking good.
0: It's what movies could be, and we shouldn't be asking for any less.
1: You should, I think like you said earlier, you should be trying to like achieve that with everything. Yeah, like I'm
0: saying, I say, saying, I need to feel like a movie is shooting that. And like, pray for whatever it is, it's like got a lot of gumption. It wasn't going for that. And I would have forgiven a lot of things that I felt it was reaching further. But I think it's all premise, almost. Like, they were like, here's a cool premise, here's some cool ideas. We can't execute any of them well. But this is what we got. And, yeah. So.
1: pray. Do would, you want to recommend it? I would not. Okay.
0: I guess... If, I guess I'd recommend it. All right, here, here's what I, I will honestly say. Uh, you might like Prey if you haven't seen Nope yet. So if you haven't seen Nope, I guess watch Prey first, but you should, really should see Nope. If you you have, should see
1: Nope regardless. Take that yeah. away from this podcast. Well, yeah,
0: the other take is that if you have seen Nope, just see Nope again.
1: Maybe sneak a Prey viewing in there. I, no, I, no, no, no,
0: no. No, no, just see Nope again.
1: I want sequels to this one.
0: Well, it's too fucking bad. It's not going to happen. Like even if I even if I wanted them to, I just have to re- resign to that.
1: Well, we'll see. Whatever we'll see.
0: whatever needle they want to go up on Hulu is not going to go up because of Prey.
1: No, that's true. So yeah. not and then it'll it. be on the back burner for another decade because that's how these things work. And then they'll be like, okay, now is the time to reboot Predator.
0: And yeah, now let's bring Predator back to basics. <laughs> it's like, hasn't that been what you've been doing? Yeah. Is it like all of them? <laughs> no,
1: the, the Predator is the one that everyone's going to point to now as being like, well, they tried too much, so now we just need to have a simple story that we all can recognize. I mean, that's what know?
0: Prey is trying to be.
1: Well, yeah, I, I like that with Prey. But okay, you went back to that. Now try something else again now. Yeah. That's all all right pray matt thanks for joining me uh where can the people find you online
0: i'm at emperor otn1 at twitter.com
1: and you can find me at the diego crespo check out the waffle press on twitter youtube soundcloud spotify itunes and patreon where you get early access to other retrospectives we're in the middle of failed blockbusters i think we're like winding down in the back
0: half right now yeah we're, we're, uh, we're winding down the... even though we gave ourselves way too many to do
1: yeah, but like it's been a pretty good run. It has. Like yeah. the, the week it. of release, we're releasing the Monkey Bone episode. That was a fun one. The monkey Bone's fun. Yeah. And then the next couple weeks, you'll hear us talking about how we recorded them after or before we recorded the Monkey Bone episode because of weird circumstances. But yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe. If you didn't like this, like and subscribe anyways because you might find something you do like. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We've been professionally unprofessional.
0: It knows how to hunt. I know how to survive.